A Christian response to the social use of marijuana. I hope you have the paper and you're following along today. I'm going to be covering a lot of information very quickly, um, condensing about 20 pages into 20 minutes. So take that home with you when we're done and, uh, and look through it some more. I want to cover the purpose today. The purpose of this project and this paper is to examine the cultural use of marijuana during today's American culture, describing the current outlook and research of this substance as it is held in the United States, and proposing how the Christian worldview and its followers should respond. Objective, how we're going to do this and accomplish this, we will develop by considering the substance itself, uh, its current application in our culture, the historical view of marijuana, its effects on the body, both positively and negatively, and the Christian response to the use of this substance. We will consider two factors when we come to the Christian worldview response. Firstly, how, we, how the use of marijuana can affect our personal bodies as a Christian, and secondly, how it can affect the body of Christians considered the church. As we proceed, I want to identify a few terms that I'm going to be using interchangeably so you are not confused. I'll be using the terms weed, pot, reefer, and cannabis. These will all be used interchangeably to refer to the cannabis sativa plant most commonly known as marijuana. All right, those are the terms we're going to be using today. Also, as we proceed, I want to give a small disclaimer. Um, in today's culture, politically and personally, this is an ever-developing topic, and research is very new, and it continues to come out every day. So this is May 2019. This is where we stand currently, okay? Um, many people are going to be opposing <coughs> or juxtaposed uh, coming together here. So... Uh, there's going to be a lot of other things, and I might offend you a little bit, but you might agree with me as well. What are your guys' experiences with marijuana? Maybe not an experience, maybe a stance. Give me a few. I really don't like it when my neighbor in my apartment smokes it because it smells awful in my house. Same, I had some neighbors in college that did that. Not good. What else? Well, uh, I was in Colorado when it was legalized, and seeing the difference between... Uh, my city from when I grew up to now is drastic and not for the If you don't know, marijuana is recreational legal in the state of Colorado. Yeah, even my dad, uh, he's in Washington State and he grows in his backyard, he smokes all the time. He can't, like, sometimes he can't even leave the house without smoking before he gives up. And just seeing how he has to uh, do that before you can go do something. Mm. It's just like, and you gotta. Um, okay, yeah, I'll leave that for you to talk about. Well, we will get there. And if you have not had an experience with marijuana, I brought some special brownies today that aren't just brownies. All right. Um, my experience with marijuana, I would say I have multiple acquaintances in my life that have used it, and I have seen the negative effects of it. On the opposite side of it, my dad does have a skin condition that most likely could be treated by a medical use of marijuana. However, he cannot use it because the company he works for is federally regulated, as they're in multiple states, and they randomly drug test. So he is suffering um, through his skin condition, even though if he was working for a different company in the state of Montana, he could partake in that. 
So, what is marijuana? Marijuana is the cultivated plant known as the cannabis sativa. Um, and it's most commonly consumed when the prepared dry leaves or buds are smoked. That's what most people knows, know as marijuana. Um, it is available in many different forms, especially now. Um, and you can get it online if you just head on over to weedmaps.com. You can find any place you'd like to buy it in the uh, correct states. And you can get it in joints, dabs, oils, candies, drinks. You can even get coffees with marijuana extracts in them. On my way to school here, you can get a derivative from the marijuana plant in your coffee, a Teaster's CBD, which is uh, federally legal now, and we'll get to that here in a moment. There is a difference between marijuana and hemp. Uh, keep that in mind. Hemp is its sister plant that does not contain the chemical known as THC, which has a long name I won't try to say. It only contains CBD, and I'll get into those here in a second. But currently, um, federally, hemp is legal in the United States, whereas marijuana is not legal everywhere. The difference between THC and CBD is that THC is the psychoactive compound in marijuana that will give you the high sensation. CBD is a non-psychoactive compound, and it will not create a high when associated with THC. This, this works in various ways. When it reaches your brain, it reaches receptors, and when THC hits it, it overloads them, and they cannot function in the way they were. These receptors are referred to as the cannabinoid receptors. <laughs> this information is on pages uh, three and four in your paper if you're following along. Mm -hmm. But cannabinoid receptors did get their name because they were not known for before we ever started researching cannabis. So that's why they have a similar name as cannabis. Those are the cannabinoid receptors. So that is essentially what marijuana is and how it is administered into your body. Continuing with marijuana in the body, I want to talk about um, how, it, how it affects you. When you smoke marijuana, the most common way to uh, get the substance into your body, it will pass from your lungs into the bloodstream, and the blood will carry the chemical to the brain, to those receptors, and throughout the body. This will give you the high if you are partaking in marijuana from the THC. And if you smoke it, that is the most efficient way to get that buzz quickly. And if you eat it after it has been cooked, it is more slowly a process uh, coming into your body. There are side effects that come with marijuana. It is not all about the high. Um, some of those neutral side effects that are not hugely of concern, um, just the beginning really, would be an increased heart rate. Mm -hmm coordination problems, your senses are altered, and your body movement is impaired and slowed down. You will probably have difficulty when you are thinking or trying to problem solve something. More seriously, there is some disturbing effects associated with marijuana. There is research that states that impaired memory and memory loss is associated with it, and the most disturbing adverse effects are sometimes hallucinations, delusions, and psychosis when taking high dosages of marijuana and consuming high dosages of THC. An issue that has come, up, come apart is that um, 
the THC levels in our marijuana have been altered much since the 1970s. The 1970s, we had the original plant, the cannabis sativa plant, and now after our complex engineering and improving, we now have a cannabis plant that produces three to four times consistently the levels of THC. So this plant just got a whole lot better, a whole lot hotter, but did it really uh, give us any benefits? We'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, however, current marijuana still fits within the, um, the range of tolerated side effects for all medication. So if you're looking at it as a medicine, it still fits within the side effect boundaries that all medicines have to adhere to from the FDA. Something that does usually come up when you discuss weed, marijuana, is that it is addictive. And this is rooted in truth. Um, because of the rising levels of THC, the addictive chemical is even more prevalent than it ever was. Heavy users of marijuana will develop withdrawal symptoms when they've not used the, the substance for a period of time. Marijuana use, in fact, is often associated with behavior that does indeed meet the criteria for substance dependence. And this is established by the American Psychiatric Association. To sum it up, weed is addictive. And this is particularly concerning because adolescents are at the highest risk for marijuana exposure and addiction. <coughs> Adolescents are three times more likely than adults to de develop this dependency. And also, adolescents are the most high risk when it comes to a brain damaging effect from yes, marijuana. When teenagers begin using weed, it can impair their thinking, memory, and learning functions as we discussed, but in them it also does something else. It affects how the brain connections between separate receptors are made and they can no longer uh, possess necessary functions that they were going to naturally possess. Researchers are still trying to uh, understand scientifically what's happening here and what the long-term effects are. That is a problem we have with marijuana in general, is we do not have long-term studies on it. But a New Zealand study um, that was conducted with Duke University here in the States gave us a little bit of information concerning this in adolescence. Teens who start using marijuana and have stepped into the realm of marijuana disorder means they're dependent on it, typically have lost an average of eight IQ points mm. between the ages of 13 and 38. Wow. So while they used it during their entire um, adolescent stage, they lose eight IQ points. And those mental abilities that they lost never fully return to those who quit marijuana as adults. There is long-term effects that prolonged marijuana usage um, gives you. And there's limited studies on this, but there is information, and as we progress in research, we shall get more. The last thing I want to state about marijuana in the body is many people will point this out, um, and this is probably, you can probably hear your grandma saying this, marijuana is a great gateway drug, right? I've heard that a lot. Again, 
this is not rooted in baloney. There is some, some backing to this. Um, many people take someone who is using marijuana as their example, and then they see later in life when they are using harder drugs, such as LSD, cocaine, uh, meth, and they take those and they apply those together. However, it is not the substance weed, according to researches, researchers and studies, that, that makes this. It's the person. It's the person who has opened the door to using substances in their life, to taking on uh, this high, and to really neglecting their body over, over this stance. So, it is not the drug marijuana that is a gateway. It's not a gateway drug. But it does reveal what the person's stance on their body is. Marijuana can be used as medicine. There is research that is, again, continually developing about the health benefits of the use of marijuana. And we'll spend a short time looking at that. Um, the problem with people who claim health benefits of marijuana is even though many doctors are on board with it, the most vocal people are bloggers and dudes that live in the woods and people that don't really have scientific backing. So there's many statements made, many thoughts, as I put on the PowerPoint, of usefulness. And within the natural remedy community, there's many recipes and... and um, thoughts on how we can use marijuana. And even doctors will agree with this. Um, but again, doctors will not fully be on board because of the lack of research and time we have had with marijuana. Doctors can see the benefit of using cannabis to treat medical issues, but they've yet determined the effectiveness compared to existing manufactured drugs. That being stated, there is a value in using a pure organic plant in treatment to medical conditions. Many say that chronic pain um, is one of the greatest uses of marijuana. But I do want to remind you that we are lacking research, and the research we do have says that we have messed with this organic, God-made plant a lot. And it is no longer just a plant from the ground. Hmm. According to some research and many thoughts on this, uh, things that can be treated um, can range from migraines to nausea, appetite stimulate. Some people would even say it helps with depression, whereas others say it causes depression. Um, <laughs> other claims go as far to say that it benefits AIDS and cancer patients <clears throat> and um, most effectively is used in seizures, glaucoma, asthma, IBS, and some people even going as far to say that it treats Tourette's syndrome, ADD, panic attacks, and some forms of PTSD. Again, these are all claims that have little research backing. Some doctors do agree with this. But interestingly enough, it seems that Marijuana is not for everyone, even those that support it. Those that support it say, hey, this drug or this substance may have an effect on you that is positive, and it may not work for you. I find that interesting that somebody who is in support of a substance cannot claim that it works for everybody. 
Hmm. I think this is also something that the FDA took into consideration. In 2006, they made a public stance on this um, in, in terms of a bill. And in 2006, they stated that no sound scientific studies have supported the medical use of marijuana. And this directly contradicted a 1999 review of a panel of highly regarded scientists. So even though there is doctors supporting this, currently, 12 to 14 years ago, the FDA still stands on this, that there is no sound research that proves it. I'm going to leave you with this because I don't want to say that medical marijuana is useful or isn't useful, but I'm going to give you what the people that support it say. Medical weed might be right for you, or it might not. Or it might not. Marijuana is deeply rooted in history. Um, I'm going to have to quickly move through it, but something for you to know is it has been around well before Christ. Um, we, the first recording we have of it is the Chinese Emperor Xing Nun in 2727 BC. More importantly to you, you might want to know that it has continued throughout the generations since then, and uh, nearly every culture has had it, many um, religious leaders and governments making some sort of stance on it one way or another. Prophet Muhammad actually uh, stated that it was acceptable for his followers to use cannabis. However, it's not acceptable for his followers to use alcohol. Interesting. More importantly to us, as we live in the United States of America, most of our history with weed is recent. In 1850, after the plant had been brought to the Americas um, with the settlers, um, in 1850, let me, let, me, let me point this out, the U.S. Census counted that there was 8,327 plantations that grew cannabis. Now, most of this was cannabis and hemp both. Again, we're back to our natural forms of this. But their only uses, their uses were mainly for cloth and canvas. We were using the plant for its fiber purposes. Um, alternative uses were quickly discovered. 1850, we fast forward to 1903, where the first recorded weed smoking was recorded in Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> Since then, the United States has pretty quickly responded to the social and experimental use of a marijuana plant. And by 1927, it was prohibited for recreational use in the United States. We have continued that path since then as a United States government. In 1941, cannabis is fully dropped from the approved list of uh, pharmaceutical drugs. It is no longer considered medically uh, used by the United States government. And within 10 years, the US Congress called for mandatory minimum sentences of these violators in 1951. So in 1951, you will go to jail if you use cannabis um, in any way. And then as of 1970, the United States Con Controlled Substance Act has now listed cannabis as a Schedule I drug. According to the US government, cannabis is now put on the same level as drugs such as LSD, cocaine, methamphetamine, and the like. Hmm. 
Cannabis has remained classified as a Schedule I drug in the United States ever since. So, even though it is illegal in the United States federally, American culture um, kind of works against this currently. It is still illegal. Let me remind you of that. Federally, it is still illegal. But now, hemp is legal, and... Um, Last year, President Donald Trump signed the Bipartisan Farm Bill in December, which legalized hemp nationwide. You may have noticed this is when CBD became very popular. Uh, I've noticed here in Texas is extremely popular because no other forms of the similar plant marijuana are legal. But hemp is, again, a different plant that does contain CBD, but it does not have any psychoactive chemical properties of THC. Um... Marijuana is considered much more serious than hemp in the United States. I want to point out that the countries around us have fully legalized and supported marijuana. In 2018, Canada legalized federally for the entire country both recreational and medical use of marijuana. And the culture is much different when you cross the border. Many gas stations will be selling bongs and product. To our south, uh, Mexico, their Supreme Court has ruled that pro probation or prohibiting marijuana would be unconstitutional to them. Wow. So they haven't said it's great, but they will not deny its use. As a culture currently, we we as states are divided with our federal government. There are 33 states that have legalized marijuana in some usage form. Ten of them, you can now recreational, recreationally smoke weed for uh, personal reasons, whatever they may be. And in 23 other states, including Washington, D.C., you can now use it for medical purposes. Interestingly enough, the actual people, the American culture, fit more in line with the state's laws than they do the federal laws. The Pew Research Center states that 62% of Americans support the legalization of marijuana, and 74% of millennials support its legalization to the full. There's no doubt that America, our citizens, are embracing weed. We are embracing it for its medical use, and for its recreational use. Currently, again, it is illegal federally, and time will only tell in the coming years what the changes may be to that, both positive and negative. I don't want us to think that we are ex exempt from marijuana because we are Christians. I think all of us have in our mind that uh, Christian response to it is it's bad, but I do want to point out something just quickly as we move on. 20 days ago, on 420, uh, Pastor Craig Gross of Triple X Church fame launched ChristianCannabis.com. Now, this, this is a legit website that launched on 420 at Coachella. And his, his entire purpose is to support marijuana in the Christian community. Now, it is surrounded by this veil of let's discuss it. But without a doubt, this is in support of marijuana. They even have a products page, you might notice, that will soon be selling marijuana with 
spiritual labels such as get closer to God, open your mind, things like that. <laughs> so the Christian response may not be as straightforward as, as we presumed or the Christian philosophy in the culture. I do want to move on. Um, we're going to go ahead and skip this. But I want, to, I want to discuss a Christian response, and we're going to have to do it quickly, but that's why you have my paper. As Christians, firstly, I want to point out Romans 13.1 and Titus 3.1. Let me read Romans 13.1. It says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except for God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Hopefully you've, you've familiarized yourself with scriptures before that outline how we should follow the governing laws. But I think that is really important as we take a Christian stance. In Texas, you may have noticed on the map, it is illegal to have any form of the cannabis sativa plant. So, as we follow scripture and we follow the laws of God, we need to follow the laws of the land. This question gets a little harder for the 32 other states or the 33 other states that have differing laws. But as for you and me in our current seats, we need to follow the law of the land, which is completely illegal. I think more importantly, we need to consider two perspectives when we look at a Christian response. We need to consider the human body. As Christians, we believe that God's Spirit lives within our bodies, and we are to honor our bodies as God's temple. I think this is expressed really well in the first Corinthian letter from Paul. It says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? <laughs> you are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. If we as Christians are truly believers that our bodies are temples of God and we are to honor him with it, we really need to consider that when it comes to marijuana. Um, I, I will cover these a little bit more, but I'm going to skip down to the last one. Marijuana has a lot of adverse effects. It may have some medical effects. You need to consider that both sides when applying it to the human body. Next, I want to go back to my middle point there which is be sober-minded. Mm -hmm. we, we are given instruction on how it can be useful, maybe different substances, uh, Paul says to 1 Timothy. But more importantly than that, I want to kind of keep the parallel between alcohol and marijuana as we look at this idea of soberness. In Ephesians 5.18, we can see how a mind that is not sober is against God. And no matter what substance takes away our sobriety, it is not recommended. Paul, uh, Peter writes, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. As Christians, we need to first think of sobriety, sobriety and this applies to marijuana without a doubt. If you think it only applies to alcohol, you are farly mistaken, and you have not experienced THC in any level. I have brownies. Just kidding. <laughs> As we consider concluding the human body ourselves, I want to read to you 1 Corinthians 10.23. This is Paul's words from Scripture. It says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. 
stopping at verse 23. The next point I want to reveal is considering the body of Christ. I stopped in verse 23 in 1 Corinthians 10. Let me continue with verse 24. 23 says, not everything is constructive. 24 says, and no one should seek their own good, but the good of others. So we move from our own body to the body, the good of the church. I sat down um, with a friend of mine, Ivan Gonzalez in Oklahoma City. He's, he's the preacher for Boulevard Church, but he also works on staff at Eagle Recovery Center. And he's the one that revealed these two plays to me. You must first consider your own body, but also the body of Christ. His great example for this is the church that hosts these recovering drug addicts and alcoholics is Boulevard. And there is nothing um, ordained about how they do communion. Nothing at all. They, they want to follow the, the example of Christ and use the fruit of the vine. Now, there's many options for the fruit of the vine. Many of them are alcoholic. Many of them are non-alcoholic. However, they use a non-alcoholic fruit of the vine. Why? Because to use an alcoholic one would cause those recovering addicts in their congregation to relapse. They would go completely back into alcoholism, therefore it not being for the good of the body. There is so much more to, to consider here. I've got a lot of scripture in my paper. Please look at it. Um, but we need, to, we need to think about how we can't play stumbling blocks. And we need to do, be all things to all people within the body of Christ. Paul writes a lot about it. Paul's got tons of good information. So let's consider these as our body and the body of Christ. Concluding, I just want to state that all research considered, there's a lot to be done here. There's still a lot more to learn. But we need to think as a Christian response, how are we going to accomplish this? We cannot avoid marijuana. It is actively in our culture. I hope you saw that. But we also might need to use it for ourselves, for our own body. But how are we going to use it so it does not affect the body of Christ? Those are the key elements. I want to leave you with one verse that might kind of throw you back. Genesis 1.29 says, And God said, Behold, I've given you every plant yielding seed on the face of the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. Marijuana, weed, cannabis, is given to us from God. How are we as Christians going to use it?